hello, hello. Welcome to the 29th year of your life. It's a, it's a privilege to be here. That's what I like to hear. How was your birthday, October 4th, for all who need to know? Honestly, no complaints. Um, I had a busy day. I had practice and rehearsal and ate some good meals. And yeah, I, I didn't cry on my birthday this year. So I consider it a win. That's exciting. That might mean something. Who's to say? But who's to say something? Well, I think what I have learned about myself in the last few years of my life is if I take the day off on my birthday, I don't enjoy myself on my birthday. Oh my God. Unless I am like booked and busy. Sure. Yeah. Like Um, uh, that's fair. Cause I feel like I get, I feel like I'm pretty low if I'm not constantly doing something on my birthday. Yeah. And like, yeah. Like last year we I got a massage and we went to the zoo and we had gone to a wedding the day before and we were in Colorado so it was great cuz I was like on vacation. So it felt like I was doing something. Yeah. But yeah. the year before that, I was sad all day on my birthday cuz I was like I took the day off from work. I didn't have rehearsal yeah. and I was just like what am I doing? We right. I think Ben had worked that year or something on my birthday that night. So it like you like didn't do a lot maybe yeah. eat dinner and it's just like I wish I would have worked or right. been around people more so because yeah, I right. also like I don't love planning parties for myself yeah I like to plan them for other people sure so yeah I've learned I'm I do better when I have things planned structure on my birthday yeah love that good yeah I think that's fair I like having stuff to do for sure how has your week been Hannah it's been fine it's been one of those I haven't gotten a lot of good sleep so it's just not been you know you just drag a little then yeah yeah, no otherwise uh pretty good week no other complaints besides being a little tired what else is there to say I'm not sure there's much I would just like to say Hello, and thank you for listening. We have Maddie Cody. Oh, mm-hmm. Madison. She actually she actually goes by Madison. But, you know, it's one of those things where you know a nickname, you know a nickname. I so, get it. Madison Cody is on the podcast with us today. She is a childhood family friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to think about it, and she had said we had known each other 25 years and now I'm saying it out loud and I'm panicking because I can't remember the year she was born. I think that's her whole life. Wow. If not like very, because I'm pretty sure our parents became friends um, when my older sister was pretty young. Uh, and Maddie's a lot younger than us. Um, that's why we abused her all of her childhood, which you'll wow. hear later, I think. Um I think that's just having, basically, we were all sisters. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was five sisters, Mm -hmm. and that's all you're going to get, you know? Absolutely. You can only do so much. She was the youngest. Um, That poor girl. Um, I'm glad she has grown into the woman she is today. Please enjoy listening to our interview with Madison Cody. We'll see you on the other side. 
There it is. We're live now. <laughs> oh God. Live, live live or like kind of live? It's like a soft live, you know? Yeah. Anything can be cut at any moment, you know? Soft watch. Soft watch. Hi everybody. Today we have Maddie and Maddie. So. Yeah. Good luck telling them apart. Um, we have Maddie Cody, who is a childhood sibling at this point. Essentially. Truly, truly grew up intertwined. Um, yeah. Maddie, say hello to the crowd. Hello. He says hello to the crowd. Um, Maddie uh, is a couple years younger than me. So she is the little sister of the group. And she did get treated like a little sister of the group. The poor thing. Uh, but she's here today. And that's what matters. I survived somehow. She did. She did. Um, the younger sister to four older sisters. That's tough. It's a tough situation. Yeah. I mean, it was... Sometimes it was tough. But I also did, you know, reap the benefits of being the youngest. So there right. is that. That's right. so true. So true. Um, Mad... Madeline, mm-hmm. you have sisters. I do. I've t- I'm the baby of my family too, mm-hmm. um, and my sisters. I only have two, but all girls. Yeah, same here. That's um. That's I was gonna say you're the same setup as uh, Maddie. Yeah, yeah two we, older sisters. I don't know how far apart you all are. I'm three years younger than my middle sister. But I'm 11 years younger than my oldest sister. Okay. So for a long time, the oldest and I got along the best because she like, I don't know, she was of that age where it was like, this is my little sister and she's cool. But then my middle sister and I were like, she wanted me to be like, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. She's like obsessed with me and always has been. But we got close, like, when I was a little older. But we were so close in age, it was like an attention battle, I think. Yeah. yeah. Our dynamic was a little different. So I'm eight and seven years apart from my older sisters. Mm -hmm. So funny enough, like, my older sister and I did not get along growing up. Um, Yeah. At all. Hannah can be it's like, no. They did not. <laughs> no, we didn't we we did not. We butt heads a lot. And I she was an amazing older sister, don't get me wrong, but I think being the youngest in our age gap, she felt like a second mom and I mm. did not like that. Yeah. So yeah, but coming into like adulthood, her and I are super, super tight now, which is nice. But Growing up, it was Hannah was really close with her, but I, her and I did not vibe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's okay. That's what happens. I think it's tough when you have to like. That's a lot of personalities that are they're yeah. so tight in age. That's a lot. Maddie and her family were like a, I don't know a quarter of a mile, half a mile from us, not even in the yeah. same like neighborhood. So my like favorite childhood memories are mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving. We would have Thanksgiving at my parents' house and then we would walk from the house uh, my parents' house to their parents' house and have like dessert and stuff and it was just so fun. 
and it was very nice. You don't think it was fun. It was cold sometimes. No, no, it was oh. a great time. You're just, you're leaving out a very key detail of that story. Well, which I, is, okay. No, add, add to it. Okay. Which is that on the walk from her house to my house, we would not sing, um, but quite literally scream Christmas carols at the top of our lungs. So, and then I know there were a couple years where Allie Cody didn't want to make the walk. And so dad, my dad would drive along in the suburban, like next to us, <laughs> just like for the whole walk. Oh, yep. God. It was so fun. It was very fun. It was. It was a good time. And then got even more fun because they got a pool. They got a and pool. And then that was it. Yeah. Once they had a pool, that was it. Yeah. There are some fun memories of that pool as well. Probably not all to be shared on air, but. Uh... Of course. Of course. No. <laughs> of not course. With your dad no. listening. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure my dad knows the story that I'm thinking of, and I'm pretty sure <laughs> Hannah knows the story that I'm thinking of. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll we'll leave no. it out for Hannah's sake. Yeah, right. But no, it was uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, we have to leave that one out. But we had a <laughs> lot of fun uh growing up in our little town, and they like everybody was everybody was Catholic, so they got to grow up in all of that as well um so it just it was fun because I you know you got to have buddies otherwise it would have been so boring it would have it it yeah and I think the I mean obviously with our families being as close as they were too like that added a certain element to it yeah did you you said you may have said this already and obviously the Catholic thing, but how did your parents meet? So I believe um, someone told my mom that there was another mom, like family that had a child with Down syndrome that lived in the same neighborhood because Mm -hmm. uh, Maddie's older sister, middle sister has Down syndrome and is like a year or two younger than Cassie. They're close so yeah, like a yeah, a year, two years, yeah, young. yeah, but basically twins. Mm-hmm. Yes, truly. So I think that's how we all met, and then literally it was like they all went to the same church. We had like, um, do you remember being in like fire or whatever the where we were with um the other family, and we did religious ed at people's houses. Mm. Oh my God! Yes. What was that Tough. one? There's that one fam, that one big family too. That you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. And all and of their kids are like have biblical names. Yes. Mm. She knows exactly who I'm talking of about. Of course. Yeah. Didn't didn't we like play out like skits from like we acted out like skits sure. from the Bible? Like, wow, what a childhood. That's what I'm saying. Like, all of a sudden, I don't think about these things. And then I see Maddie's face and I'm like, oh, my God. I remember (laughs) all of these things. Half the reason I make those faces sometimes make those faces sometimes is because I did the same shit. Yeah. Right. But now you live in Chicago. I do. Having the time of your life. Mostly. Mostly. Um, I figured we could talk a little about all of the places you've been. Hmm. 
Yeah. So where where are all the places you've been? <laughs> Tell us all of them. What's the general? And then I can ask specifics. Are we talking like overseas strictly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was gonna say yeah, then you we'll want go continental. Okay, because I was like, it's gonna be a longer. Li- okay, so overseas, I've been to. Well, there was the cruise, so that was Jamaica and the Cayman Islands. Fun. Uh, Italy, mm. France, South Africa, Mexico, Iceland, Bosnia, Croatia. That combo. Oh, cool. That's yeah. very fun. Was it? Was it all for fun, or did you do a lot of business stuff, like work? So the two overseas trips that I've taken with work were both, um, like, incentive trips. So it wasn't, even though it was with work, it wasn't a business trip, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they've yeah. all been, yeah, they've all been for, for fun. Very so, nice. Yeah. That's exciting. And, of course, the classic question, which one was your favorite? That's always so hard for me to choose because they're all like, they were all very different, different experiences. Yeah. I mean, I loved South Africa because that was just such a cool experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then last year, my boyfriend and I went to, so his, he's, he's Bosnian. His whole family is, mm. is Bosnian. He has a lot of family over there. Um, Last year we went to Bosnia for like two and a half weeks and we did a quick stint in Croatia. And that trip was, is probably tied for first place, if not edging over South Africa, just a bit. So, yeah. 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 If you weren't like emotionally connected to any place, just based on like what you think your favorite place is. Which was your favorite place? Like, just like if you're a beach person, was there like your favorite beach that you were at, or like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh boy. Um, I never thought about it like that. Oh boy. Um, yeah. it is tough. I don't know if I can answer that one. I mean, South Africa. No, I probably wouldn't rank that one. Although, again, amazing experience. Yeah. Right for sure. But I just mean. Like I know. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of like my favorite. Like I have a memory of like being in my friend's jeep driving down like a back road and there's just mountains everywhere and it was like 76 and sunny and like that like that might not have been my favorite trip I've ever been on but in yeah. that moment I was like this is my favorite place that I've been like I would go back to that place Do you yeah because I mean? it was so pretty and stuff and like my vibe yeah. In that case, then, I would probably say we went to Sarajevo while we were in Bosnia, and that was, I mean, the food, the culture, the history there, it was all, like, there was just so much of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'd probably, and you could walk, like, everywhere, which was nice, oh, too. So fun? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'd probably put that up there. On the list. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. It's fun when you think of it in that way. Because it just, because you have these incredible experiences and there's all of these reasons they're incredible. And then sometimes I'm like, okay, but I would never fucking go back there. <laughs> like, that was great. <laughs> and I love those people. And that was such a fun experience. But like, 
that's not a place I ever I ever want to go back I don't have that for at least not any of my overseas trips like I would go I would absolutely go back to every place that I've been there's obviously like some that are ranked lower than others like I don't necessarily Mm -hmm. have such a strong desire to go back to like Jamaica or Grand Cayman, for instance, not that they weren't amazing and fun, but I'm much more of like a adventure type vacationer than I am like a beach vacation type of girly, which has a lot to do with the fact that I think I'm a vampire. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Don't do, don't do the sun. I don't do the heat. So, um, I hate water. So that's, yeah. So those would probably be lower on the list versus places like like South Africa going on like a safari in Kruger National Park. I would go back in a heartbeat and yeah, going see, back to, mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, or Europe, I mean, anywhere in Europe is always a good time. So. Wow. So let's go back to safaris really quick. Cause yeah. I, every time I go to Disney world, every time I go to Disney world, when I go to animal kingdom, I get there when it opens and I sprint to the back left corner because that's where they have the, safari that they call it and it's my favorite ride and I I don't think I could ever do it in real life I would be so scared I don't know how scary is it in real life is it scary or is it not that bad no it's not no why would it be scary because there's wild animals and they're scary you're in a motor vehicle you could just drive away right that fast though I imagine like being chased by a lion and it just leaping into the air onto the vehicle. No. Did you see Most... that movie, that recent one that just came out about the lion or whatever? That they were on a safari and the I forget what it's called. No. That's what's happened. I've been in the movies too much. Is it based on a real story? I don't think so. Oh simply what happens? Be. What they like I didn't eaten? see it, but I assume everyone but probably like one person, you know, one of those where it's the classic. Like, yeah. Yeah, but then they're traumatized for the rest of their life because everyone died or whatever. But Yeah. Well that's always a knows? good time. So what a regular safari's fine. Regular safari is fine. Um most of the animals are I'm not like afraid, but like don't really care that you're there, if that makes sense. Sure, sure. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of like all the animals that we saw while we were on it, but like nothing came. We drove up close to some of the animals, but none of them necessarily came close to us. I did not, unfortunately, see any lions while we were out. I don't remember. There was a reason, but I don't remember what it was. I mean, we drove by like a pack of hyenas. They could not have cared less that we were there. Um, elephants, zebras, the whole nine. And if anything, they go in the other direction because you're there. So yeah. Did yeah. they? Um, was there any animal that you saw that didn't like look the way you thought? Like I imagine an elephant being, I mean, massive. Yeah, actually, the elephants were smaller than I thought they were going to be. See, yeah. that's what I, yeah, that's what I was wondering, truly. Ugh. Yeah. And giraffes are, like, massive. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I mean, I you've probably seen a giraffe before in a zoo, but, like, they're, like, that's, they're just that big. And that's great. That was I intimidating. Mean, yeah, because I'm even thinking about it, I've never... 
I don't think I've ever been on the floor next to a giraffe. I think no matter what, I've always been on an elevated platform. Oh. I've never really comprehended how tall, like how up you are, because you're right by their head always. That yeah. has to be massive now that I'm thinking about it. They're huge. Yeah. Go to um go to Brookfield if you haven't been. Not that I I don't necessarily like Brookfield Zoo because I'm not a whole like for profit zoo person. I hate that shit. But if you go, you can feed you can like pay five dollars or something like that and you can hand feed the giraffes there and that will put it into perspective for you just how large they are yeah that's crazy yeah that's interesting we um I feel like I uh, have only seen them at Disney World (laughs) I don't know yeah Disney World and I think I guess Goldberts Farm has like a couple but I just feel like they're not like it can't be real not real but they have to be like smaller you know yeah yeah no go definitely go definitely. stand on the ground next to one and you'll feel like a very tiny person because you can like can't you walk under them like you have to be able to right some of them yeah i know have you ever seen them run though i don't think i have now that it's i'm ho- thinking about it it's hilarious Google it right now. I can't even spell giraffe if I, I wanted I have, to. Giraffe. I, maybe not though. I know. I'm maybe like, I'm wasn't just thinking like of a... like the Lion King. <laughs> they look like a um, rocking horse when they run. Yeah. They yes. literally like yes. do this the whole. Yeah. I was like, they're like barely moving. I know. It's a big animal. Oh, that's kind of cool. I think it would be so cool to go on a safari, but I was just always so scared of like horror, horror things happening. Mm. no no not if you like do it right I guess and I like the people that we went with trusted them wholeheartedly so good and I think most of them not that they would necessarily use it for this reason but if it was a life or death situation they probably would a lot of them are armed oh sure because of poachers actually not even not even armed because of the animals but I'm sure in like a you know Again, like a life or death situation where if something were to happen, God forbid, right? There's yeah, that. You never want an animal. I always no. want the animal to live. I was yeah. just, we just want complete, complete sidebar. Your dad's gonna be like, this is what I was talking about when I said it goes off the rails. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we watched, we watched all of the Planet of the Apes movies, and I was, I'm shocked it hasn't happened yet. That's what I'm saying. Why are we so worried about AI? I'm so much more scared of gorillas just taking over. They're Monkeys? one virus away from killing us all. I also am not convinced that they've not watched humans like create this whole thing and they're like, we could just chill and y'all could do this. Like, I think they know what's going on. They're just waiting to step in. <laughs> waiting until we ruin the earth more. Yeah. I'm more scared of AI, I think, at this point than I am of gorillas, personally. Personally. That's, that's fair. AI. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm scared of, I should say, I'm more scared of humans with AI. Yeah. It's it's ultimately just being scared of humans. I'm not scared my computer's going to, like, turn against me. No, but I'm worried that we'll develop it to a point that it can choose to do that. Like, have you seen iRobot? Yeah. 
that's that's the direction that we're heading in, in my opinion. Like we're just gonna get to a point that we make it so smart that it can make its own decisions. Yeah. It's gonna be like these humans suck and you know they do they it ruin, Yeah, they've ruined the planet yep. and they've, you know. Well, that one movie's coming out like the creator or whatever, and it's basically like robots versus humans. Another oh yeah, one. I did see that. Oh, let me get yeah. Creator. I remember I gotta see a picture to confirm because I do remember seeing that in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Like a trailer or something. Yeah. I haven't been to the movie theater in so long. We just we just canceled our AMC pass. No. Because Yeah. And it sucks because they keep you going because they don't let you redo it for six months. It's like oh. you can't cancel and rejoin right away oh. or anything. And it totally makes sense, but six months is, like, just enough time where you're like, oh, it's short enough where I might want, like, movies will come out in that time. It just stinks, so um, we cancel it at least for now, but maybe we'll get it back when it comes back around. Because there's good, I think movies are coming back a little. It's finally, yeah, it's finally at the point where I'm using mine again, and, like, We, for a spurt of time, were really not seeing movies this spring. But we have enough friends here that have it that it's like, I'll go see random stuff with them. But it definitely is like, I don't know. I don't always use it to its worth every month. Some months I use the shit out of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just depends on what's coming out. Yeah. Yeah. And we just, like, haven't had time, because, like, if we leave her in the crate during the day, we don't want to, like, go put her back in the crate in the evenings. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, the most free time we have is, like, on a weeknight. And it's like, yeah. well, we don't want to. So uh, that's why we really haven't gone, because before her, we that's really valid. went way more. Because mm. it's like, instead of going to see him, like, we were just going to watch a movie on Netflix, and it's like, well, it's not free, but it's free, and we might as well go see, yeah, you know, whatever. So. Um, but yeah, we're making, we're movie people. Speaking of movies, have you seen any recently that you've liked, Maddie? I haven't, like I said, I haven't been to a movie theater in way too long, to be completely honest with you. I have like a running list a mile long of films that I want to go see in the Mm -hmm. theater. Um, I'm trying to think if I've watched anything at home recently that I was particularly fond of. I don't know. Other Maddie, you go first, and I'll I'll think what I've watched recently. That's um, I guess I new. Saw, <laughs> I saw Gran Turismo last week while I was on vacation. The day it rained, one of the days it rained, and it was good. I mean, I like knew what happened because it's based on a true story, but um, it was good. It was better than I thought it'd be, and I'll probably go see Bottoms this weekend which I'm very excited about. It's a comedy, uh, sort of coming of age, like adult humor. It's about like teenage lesbians. Well, that's fun. Love Starring a few people that I really like that are like more up and coming filmmakers, if you will. Um, So very excited to see that. I've heard really, really good things. I got my tickets to the era's, movie you had release. to you had to seeing it opening night so 
Um, yeah, but other than that, I've heard good things about the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, but I don't know. It's getting ready to be like scary movie season though, so. Yeah, that's true. I see some of those. How about you, Hannah? <sighs> Planet of the Apes, man. That was my. That's like that the most here. recent. We saw one. I can't remember. We watched something the other day, and it was based. I cried through the whole thing, and then we found out at the end that it was based on, like, I missed that it was based on a true story, and then that really did me in. I was like, I have to rewatch this now, and then cry the whole time even harder. Again. I must, because it was so good. Oh, I wish I remembered what it was, but that was a good one, too. What was it about? But otherwise, I, like, that's what happens when you, like, don't have a memory. I just, like, remember watching a good movie, and I couldn't tell you, couldn't tell you anything about it. I'm going to try and find it while you tell me if you watched anything. I watched that, like, Knock at the Cabin movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. And yeah. the question remains, who would you sacrifice? Yeah. Who would I sacrifice if I had to pick yeah. somebody? Yeah. That's such a hard question. I don't know. Because, yeah, I, I'm someone that's, like, way too hypothetical when it comes to questions like that. Because mm-hmm. I'm over here, like, okay, so you got to think about who would actually believe the story and therefore be willing to be sacrificed. Because that's how I would want to do it, similar mm-hmm. to the way that they ended up doing it in the movie. And I'm, like, yeah. trying to think of who in my circle would actually, like, believe what was happening and then raise their hand I feel like I would end up raising mine like if that makes sense like I would end up sacrificing myself because I wouldn't want to choose somebody yeah that's fair I joke that I would kill the kid but I honestly would probably I'd probably let someone shoot me for sure because don't you have to let someone kill you and don't you have to get murdered yeah 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 you can choose to sacrifice yourself but you can't kill yourself yeah. No. Listen, eight months ago, you could have done any, anything you wanted. I would have been fine with anything you wanted, but... Back over me with the car, go back yeah. and forth a couple times. Or whatever, whatever, whatever stops the world yeah. from ending, you know? Yeah. Just make it quick and painless. Let's go. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was an interesting... It was an interesting movie, for sure. Did you guys see the alien scary movie? Nope. Right? Oh, yeah, no. Nope. That one was interesting um, and terrifying. And I just like the, I like any of the scary movies that bring up aliens at this point. Because now we're just, like, living, knowing. Bring them on. Yeah. Like, what's going to happen? And it's like, we've seen so many movies of it. And it's like, well, we're kind of living it now. That's true. If it's true. What do you think, Maddie? Do you think it's real? Do you think they're real? What, like the whole government coming out and making statements about that stuff? Yeah. yeah. I feel like they're not telling us the whole story. And I feel like they've done, like, I don't, you can't believe anything you hear in the news nowadays, which is really annoying, like from any news source. Right. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that they're telling some of the truth. I think that they chose to do it at a very opportune time, probably yeah. to keep us from paying attention to something else that's going on, which is what they do. Yeah. Um, but I believed in aliens, like, before the government confirmed that they existed. So yeah, the universe exactly. is just too big for us to be the only, you know, beings floating around on some rock. Right? 
Exactly. That's what I say. I'm like, it's just probability wise. It does not make sense. It just doesn't yeah. make sense for us to yeah. be the only ones. Yeah. You mean to tell no. me that we just like won the lottery and we live on the only viable planet and we are the only like intelligent evolved beings? Uh, I don't know about that. And don't get me wrong. Like who knows what that, like, I don't necessarily think that aliens would look like humans, I guess, or anything right. like that. But I mean, I don't know. I know some people that could be aliens. <laughs> That's what, like, that's what's wild to me. Like, I just want to know what the fuck they look like. I want to know what we're dealing with. I just want to see. There's just, they could be anything. And they could just yeah. morph. Wouldn't that be so cool if they were, had morphing abilities? I just, yeah. I'm more interested to find out more than I am, like, scared or anything, you know? Yeah. Have you seen, what's that movie? Is it The Arrival? Oh, with the big ship? Yeah, with the big black thing that just kind of, like, shows up and then, like, the CIA or whatever brings someone out mm-hmm. who's, like, a communications specialist and she has to, like, figure out if they're trying to communicate. And yeah. Is it Amy use... Adams? Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? I think like so. That, but yeah. And what, yeah. Are they, yeah, what do they do? She's, like, it, she gets brought out there to, like, figure out if they're trying to communicate or not. And she ultimately figures out that they are and all this stuff and it ends up not really being like a scary movie but like a really heady movie and I feel like Mm -hmm. that that is the most accurate depiction of what I would imagine aliens to be like because they don't look like people they don't even necessarily look like a living being but they are and they communicate in this very like sophisticated evolved way I feel like that's probably what we'd be dealing with yeah or like (laughs) E.T. Yeah, right. I'm just like, like, here's the thing. If there's one, there's many. So there's got to be a variety at this, you know? And I I just want to, like, we know. We always talk about, like, how smart they're going to be and, like, like, advanced. And I just want to be a dumb, like, I hope there's a planet that's stupider than us. Like, I hope (laughs) there's someone that's, like, they're still, you know. Yeah. They haven't even figured out fire yet, you know. Not that they're stupider, but less evolved. Just like a planet of Groots. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wouldn't that be fun? Be so so nice. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't it make us feel better? That's what I mean. <laughs> I think we need that. <laughs> Probably at this point. Oh, aliens! I'm very interested to see how that goes, and I'm. It's happening. Even for the government, I know nothing's happened, and we know nothing, but yeah. even for there to be a formal anything on it this early in our lives, I think is just way earlier than I thought it would be. Yeah, that's very fair. Yeah. Are you, are you like, a conspiracy theorist? Like, do you believe in conspiracies? Well, there's a few that I definitely will dive into for sure. Maddie's the queen of them, I would say. I think there's a little bit of truth to all of them and that in order for them to be, you know, theories or whatnot, there has to be some truth to it. But I don't necessarily believe them all wholeheartedly. I think anyone who denies that they have truth to them are just as ignorant as people who are full blown. Like, yeah. The Earth is flat. But even then, I like if I found out the Earth was flat, I would be like, you know what? Great. 
cool. Yeah. I see why you think that. <laughs> yeah. It's fair. That's a fair assumption. Yeah, I I dig a good conspiracy theory. Right? Do you have a favorite? Also, I'm trying to, like, in general, the Mandela effect of, like, that I think is so interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think that's just, like, timelines, though. And, like, that's what multiverse. I, mean. like, I think that that is, is like, just Is that a conspiracy multiverse. at this point? Right. Yeah, it is a cons- it technically is a conspiracy, yeah. but it's it's one that I back and believe in and I think it has a bunch of stuff tied into it like the deja vu theory. Mhm. Which I don't know if I came up with this myself or if this is actually a theory out there, but I have this theory that deja vu is something you experience because another version of you in another like dimension essentially of the multiverse experienced whatever it is you're experiencing now which is why it feels familiar. And the only thing that can cross paths across like multiple dimensions is, is your subconscious. Mm. Isn't that weird? Wouldn't that be yeah. cheeky? Yeah. I like that. I just, mm. it's interesting. Cause deja vu like scares you. It, I, it happened to me yesterday when I was packing, I was like packing to come home and I, picked something up and I like had deja vu and in my head I was trying to remember I was like did this happen did I dream this did this yeah. like and that's what yeah. it always is for me I like try to cycle back to when it was and it's so yeah. hard because you can never pinpoint mm-hmm. when you had experienced or whatnot it's so interesting though that you said mm-hmm. it like that it's like an unsettling feeling like it's yeah. not like a because there's sometimes I get like that, like a different feel, like a familiar, like a mm-hmm. comfortable feeling in moments sometimes, which is way different than deja vu. Deja vu is unsettling. Yes. Yeah. When no, you're like, especially when it's a moment that you know there's no way you could have experienced before. Yeah. Like when you're at a new place or location and you get it, yeah. and you're like, I've never been in this person's I've house before. Yeah. And yet, why does it feel so familiar? Yeah. I always think like you are just with yourself. Like, mm, I don't know how to say this, but like you, mm, like your timeline of yourself, mm-hmm. like you're with yourself the whole time. So like right now. She's I'm scaring herself. I'm no, you have no, to keep going. You have to finish because, it. Like, you know how sometimes I feel like, like when you're in a bad, like when you're so sad mm-hmm. and like five years from now, you remember that moment of being so sad. I think you remember it because five years ago, your older self knew you were going to be sad and was like there with you. Do you not like in a weird and since yeah. it's times continuous, you're always with that other you can yeah. always look to your future or past self for support in any mm-hmm. moment is how I feel. Cause it's just like, it's like your consciousness, it's there. There's no way that's on a timeline. Like everything else is more what I mean. Yeah. Like there's gotta be something floating around. And I think it's like that part of you, you can't yeah. explain that nobody, you know, knows it's, your soul or whatever. It's like, that's why people that don't have an inner monologue like genuinely scare me. 
Yes. I, and I'm like, you're not real because that's what that voice is. I think is mm-hmm. like you said, that future past self that you're yeah. utilizing for comfort. It's just that continuous being. Yeah. It's, it's your subconscious voice yeah. that is you, but yeah. not that specific version of you in that moment. And so when people are like, I don't hear voices in my head, I'm like, okay, you're the crazy one then because yeah. that's yes. not how right. it's supposed to go. Like for yes. real though, that's so true. Cause I think that also ties into like the multiple universes timeline thing where like, it's all you, like you're experiencing all, everything all at once, all the time. Great movie. Everything, everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You know, it's just interesting. Yeah. But yeah, the Mandela effect is definitely one that I dive yeah. into. Did you see, I'm assuming you saw because you're a movie person, Interstellar? Oh, yeah. Okay. I feel like that is a film that does a great job of capturing essentially what we just talked about. Yeah. The whole, like, multidimensional yeah. and, like, time and space. Yourself. You know, like he's talking to himself and that's how it, yeah, that's, that's how I think it kind of, it all goes. And I always say it's in the movies to breadcrumbs so that you don't panic when we all find out about it 20 years later, you know? Yeah. They got to give us a heads up in the movies. And I think sometimes, especially it's people like us sitting here speculating on it and being like, I can't explain it, but I can like show you what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And then you see it and you go, oh, that does, like, that makes sense. That was mine. Did anybody say one that they liked other than Mandela? Deja Vu. Oh, Deja Vu, yeah. I would say... Deja Vu. I don't know. Do I have a favorite one, Hannah? Listen, like my, my silly second favorite. favorite is the ocean that you we kind of talk about the ocean that they're keeping us from the ocean. We're yeah, there because I, I, I think it was you and you were like, we're literally trying to get into space because they found something in the ocean that they're trying to keep us get us to fuck off this planet. That's what I'm worried about. Oh, so you're those are like animals. Like there are there's stuff down there that we have no idea. Yeah. We can't even get down there. You know what I mean? That's a whole other world. Well, I mean, you can, but you yeah, might, but... you know, implode. Right. So there's that. Yes. There's that. I like, <sighs> I like the reference. theory that the Titanic was actually the other ship. I yes, love it that is. theory. It I think totally that that accurate. Yes. And it was an insurance scam. A hundred percent. Yeah. It was insurance fraud. It absolutely was. Yeah. Um, so true. Yeah. That's a good one. That not a lot of like people don't necessarily always know about that. So that one's fun. Yeah. Yeah, but the the whole like theory of like NASA started out as being like ocean exploration and then became space is where that like theory of the ocean comes from. Is that true? I also think the like the theory that Hitler didn't die and same. That's very interesting. Any uh, of the theories that are like so-and-so didn't die and they're still alive that have any shred of evidence, I think are so fascinating. Absolutely. Was it a, Ken- not a Kennedy, but that one rich guy that was flying around a boat and he got stranded and there's a picture of like a white man on an island with a bunch of other 
like people and they don't know they're like that's him rockefeller maybe i gotta look that one up because that one's like amelia Earhart, where it's like where did they go you know but amelia Earhart, i think is unfortunately wasn't you know you know what's creepy Hmm. the the bermuda triangle oh Mm -hmm. yeah moment of silence for the bermuda triangle that's for sure yeah right like i can't like that's all i had to say it's yeah no for sure there's a theory about that that it like lines up with the slave trade and so it's like like like, what mother nature's like version of karma i have not heard that but i'll look into it because that's interesting yeah it's not like exactly perfect but it does i mean technically sort of line up with it so yeah could be even if it's not intelligent life, there are monsters down there. Like, there has to be massive, because there was, like, yeah. sharks live so long, and they're so old. Like, there's going to be squids that could fucking kill us all. Just There there are, I mean, there are, well, I don't know about kill us all, but the right. giant squid that are down there. Ocean theory, like the especially if this whole NASA thing ends up being true, I would mm-hmm. believe that one like a hundred percent. I've never heard it before, but hearing it, it makes sense because the they like you said, they don't want us going down there. And yeah. with technology today, like there's yeah. no way that we couldn't get down there if a company really wanted to like sit down and make it happen. And so you have to think like how many projects have been started and ultimately shut down by the government because they don't want anyone going that far down for a reason. Yeah, yeah because if Elon Musk exactly can that's make who his exactly own spaceship, that's you know yeah. I get I don't understand science, but there's no way that it's like harder, quote unquote, to get down through water yeah well then get into like an airless explosion place yeah but there's no pressure in the other one you know you gotta deal with all that it's just the complete opposite so i'm like yeah if we can do one why can't we do the other one if it's the complete opposite just change just change the gears (laughs) just just, just flip it change it flip it Everything I'm seeing is saying it's a lie, but I also am like, okay. I still or are you trying to keep lie. us away from the oceans? It's a lie. I, just... I also, yeah, I saw some theory about, like, the Earth, it, like, expands down, like, or the universe goes down versus going up, which is why, like, and that, that is means. more of a... I think that becomes a flat earther type thing where it's like, instead of going into space this way, it's going into space below us. But um, it was interesting in the moment. I was like, hmm, okay. Because then you're like getting into hell and that ideology and, you know, whatever um, below us. But also as above, so below, you know? One of my favorite movies. I was waiting for you to say that. That film, I could watch it every day for the rest of my life and still 
I'd be fascinated by it. I have not seen it because it's scary, right? Yes, but you do you not like horror movies? As I'm getting older, can watch them. I honestly can't watch. I can't watch when they're realistic. Like I don't like actual serial killer movies mm-hmm. and stuff. Like that stuff stresses me out. But like, yeah, unrealistic stuff I can watch, but the real stuff gets me. Watch as above, so below. I know what you mean though with the like realistic stuff. Like what's, yeah, like a home like, invasion. No. Yeah, those scare me. Like I was so scared of. The Purge movies because they yes, felt like yes. they could happen. Oh, yes. I loved the Purge. I movies. loved them, but they scare yeah. me so much more than yes. like yes. a slasher film. Yeah, right. Yeah, but like even then, like I love the Halloween franchise because yeah. ultimately Michael Myers is like not possible. Right. Then <laughs> he ended up like in the first one, it's almost scary because he's like he's just he a, becomes so analyze by the end it's right. like not as scary but yeah yeah but then like Oof. like the I don't know I also am not I'm not super into like demon movies or like exorcism movies not because I don't think they're real not because what I just like that's not it for me it doesn't same I, I don't know I, if I become you know if if I am taken over by some entity and like have demons inside of me, whatever. I just hope I don't start looking like some of those people. Yeah, that's so true. They just like decay. It's wild. Yeah. But like that's no. not fun to me. I don't. I'm that's with you on that. I don't really like those. I never thought about it until you said it, but they're just not. Yeah. No. I would rather see like a slasher film than that yeah. but i don't like torture porn like i'm not here to watch the saw movies like hostile, i'm not here yeah. yeah hostile can get the fuck out like those movies are never seen hostile. they're made for the same type of people that enjoy jackass <laughs> okay it's hold like on. hold on oh pain. here we go <laughs> hold on because i like the saw movies but i hate jackass <laughs> I've never seen Hostile, so I can't speak to it. But the Saw it's, movies are... The Saw movies are cool because, like, you have to decide, like, you know. Yeah, and I, I think I like the, it. I like it more for the concept than I think I do for the actual, like, yeah, ick, icky part. I don't like watching the gruesome parts. I close my eyes during a lot of that stuff that happens. Yeah, that's the purge, for instance, like I can, I can do that. I can do home invasion stuff. It definitely gets your heart rate going a little bit more than the other ones. But the films that really get to me are like the first person, like filmed. Blair <laughs> mm. Witch Project, for yeah. instance, mm-hmm. scared the ever living shit out of me because I like could the and her like the heavy breathing and the running around and the, I was like, oh my god, I'm there. Like that's yeah. so oh, sure. So scary. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That one I couldn't. Yeah. I was like, no. I learned that if I watched all of the if I watched the scary movie that came out around the time of the scary movie I wanted to watch, I could watch the actual scary movie because the parody scary movie like made it so funny that when I watched yeah. the scary 
Like I was the first paranormal activity scared me so deeply, but then I watched like scary movie four and it had like paranormal activity in it. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this isn't, this isn't that scary anymore. And then when I watched paranormal activity two, it was like, Oh, this isn't, this isn't scary anymore. So thank God for scary movies one through a hundred that they did because it helped me get through my life. Fair. That's or like Have the grudge. Watched... Oh, I never got into that one. That one scared me. I, that was I my like... first scary movie. Mine was think... something like the grudge. It may have been the ring. Yeah, the ring. Get like, oh. there's like a. Oh, I'm. I shouldn't even think about it because now tonight I'm gonna think about it. When they when it like crawled up under the sheets in the bed, like. But then you would look under and there's nothing. But then it would like move up towards you under the sheets. That was that shit. There's some stuff in scary movies where I'm like, why did you have to? Did you have to? <laughs> did we have to yeah. do it like that? No, I'm gonna like that was a fear that I didn't even know I had. Ugh. The uninvited was one of my early, earlier ones. Have you seen that? Yes, what it I gotta see. This. I remember I remember that one like scaring the ever living daylights out of me. Oh, I did see that one. Oh no. Yeah. Alicia Banks is in that. Yeah. Movie. Yes. Where she like she you find out at the end that she was crazy the whole time. Yeah. But it's yeah, that one was really good. But I also remember it being like Within the first, like, two minutes of the film, she's walking back from a party on the beach. And she's walking through the woods, and she stumbles across these trash bags and for some reason feels the need to open one. And, like, a body comes out, like, falls out. And that scares her enough as it is. And then she, like, starts to walk closer to it. And all of a sudden, the thing's, like, fucking entire neck turns around and it like whispers at her like don't go home and then she goes home it's like okay why did we have to start the movie off on that like that was we're already in it yeah yeah that's so. uh yeah once i googled that and i saw the girlfriend i was like yeah i've watched that one that one i've watched yeah, yeah. oh yeah i am um... yeah like i was really scared of the orphan like, I loved that. One. I loved it, but I was terrified. I was like, this is real. This could be real. <laughs> okay, speaking of that, have you guys watched the my therapist of all people? This just goes to show the amazing relationship that I have with my therapist because she recommended this documentary to me. Have you watched the um curious case of Natalia Grace? No, I haven't. Oh. I haven't watched it yet, but, but I've yeah. heard. It's like real life orphan, yeah. basically. Oh, you have to watch it. I read I read a news article on her, on the that family. Um, like when everything was first, I think probably coming out earlier was like some update or something, you know. The and trial. I just yeah. what's it on? Do you remember? Max. HBO okay. Max. Yeah. I'll have to watch it. Ugh. We, my boyfriend and I binged it and it was, it fascinating. 
I'm going to have to, we were being told, I was at a family or a friend's house and they were, the mom was talking about it. And I was like, this is just wild. I like, can't believe it's someone's real life. Yeah. Do you remember what docuseries it was that came out when we were in college? We would have been like, you might've been a senior or maybe fresh out of college. And it was about a guy who was charged with murder of like his fiance or girlfriend or something but like he didn't do it but like oh gosh I gotta look it up because it was like one of the first I remember docuseries that like everybody was talking about yeah I uh I'm bad about documentaries I really I have to be interested in it otherwise I can't sit through it you got to watch the good ones. That's the thing. It's definitely yeah. a mixed bag, but the good ones out there are the ones that like snatch you up so fast. Yeah. Making a murderer. Do you remember? Yes. That? Oh my God. Yes. With that guy. Yes. yes. That had a chokehold on me. Yes. And, and then it got boring. Yes. Yeah. Like, it got boring. And I think everyone started to realize that like he maybe. May yeah, because, like, like, the second <laughs> season was... It was the, not who, good. And his, like, son, Steve, right? Stephen Avery, yes, who he was wrongfully convicted of sexual assault and murder of this woman who was, like, out running or something in Wisconsin. And he'd been in prison for, like, 18 years, and then something came to fruition, and they, like, started going... It was insane. Yeah. And then he gets out, and then him and his son killed someone or accused of killing yes. someone. Accused or two of people? killing. Let me see. Um, I don't like looking. Avery was arrested and charged with the murder of Teresa Hallback, who went missing after she took a photo of his salvage yard. And, like, her DNA was all over Avery's home and stuff, but it was all a cover-up, and it, they think it was, like... He's still in jail, though, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Let's see, as of... Because now the show is all about the appeal. Because the yeah. show was about him getting out, and then it was about him getting reconvicted and his son getting convicted. Yeah. And then the show became about the appeal, and that's when I lost interest. I was like, I just don't care anymore. Yeah. Because they weren't getting anywhere with anything. Oh, my God. Yeah, that that was wild. I remember I watched the first series with my roommate's boyfriend when um, we were on, like, winter break, I think, or spring break yeah. or something, and we both had stayed, and he came back, but he couldn't get into the dorms yet. And so he just stayed at our apartment and we watched it together and she came back and we had like this whole, <laughs> this was our life. Yeah. You were already yeah. in it. Is yeah, anyone so excited for, this sounds so like insensitive. And I have a love hate relationship with docuseries about like mm. crime for this mm -hmm. reason, because sometimes yeah. it's done in a very, like, tasteless way. Yeah. But should the families choose 
because I think it should ultimately be their choice. Should they choose to sign off on the rights to the story, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I think that they should get financial gain. Now I'm going off on a tangent to make this sound better than it's about to. But is anyone yeah. excited for the possibility of a docu-series on the Iowa murders? Yeah. Right? Because that dude is messed up in the head. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah. Okay. Dude is 100%. absolutely fucked in the head. Absolutely a sociopath. And I want the whole story. Yeah. I want the whole story. I want the motive. I want to know if, like, how planned this was, what went down, why it happened. I want all of it. Wait, I don't think I know this story. The, the Iowa? Iowa College murders? Yes, you do. I'm looking at us. Is it real? Yeah. Yes. Oh, this is what just happened. Yeah. Idaho. Iowa. Like- Idaho, not Iowa. Idaho. You're right. Idaho. I, as we said it, I was like, yeah, it's Iowa. Yeah. yeah. Idaho, yeah. because the kids were all from like that area. And he went to school in Montana right next door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Idaho. Idaho, I, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, just to point out that my computer is listening at any given moment, I did just Google this. I now got back on Twitter, and my top thing is an event. And it's Convicting a Murderer, which is a new show hosted by Candace Owens about one of the most debated criminal cases of our times, which is the Stephen Avery case. And it starts next week. Candace Owens? Fuck. What interest does she have? That is interest. What stake does she have in that case? That's interesting that she's hosting it. There's no political affiliation, though, to the to the. We'll make her money. Yeah, I guess. What a mess. And I'm looking at the Idaho murders because I guess I didn't really look in. I like because mm-hmm. oh, it I... it's wasn't it like an if it's like someone comes into the home and murders you I can't I can't that's what happened because that's like my fear that's that what know. happened so I remember hearing it and I stopped and now I'm trying to read through this quick and I remember it being. I can summarize it for you. Summarize it, please. So there was a off-campus house that these six roommates who were close friends, like, rented together. And four of the six roommates were murdered in their sleep. And the other two roommates were home at the time that it happened. And that's, like, that's, like, all you found out at first. And no no other information was released. So then there was, like, okay, how did they live? And like who, and then you found out that there was a dog in the house, but the dog didn't bark. So it was like, okay, whoever came into the house knew the dog or it was like this whole big thing. And then it ultimately ended up being like a a doctoral student, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That was like, yeah, was like studying this. Criminal, like, Like yeah, like criminal or something. Yeah. Criminal psychology or something. Yeah. Something. Really? Oh, yeah. And was doing like a project about premeditated murder or something very oddly similar to what Mm -hmm. had happened. And it ended up coming out that he knew one of the girls that was killed. And so I think the working theory as of this point in time that speaks to his motive is that she rejected him. 
And so then he was like stalking their house and there's like video of his car driving by this house, like multiple times over a couple month period. Mm-hmm. And then one night, two of the roommates went to a bar and then a roommate and her boyfriend went to a frat party and they all came home late. And by the next morning, like they were, they'd been stabbed to death. All four. Fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it. and we don't know anything else yet. Cause did they arrested that guy and everything? They know it was him. So there's that, oh, mm-hmm. but there's not, I mean, the trial hasn't happened yet. And as far as I know, there's no recent developments around. Cause like Juno and I were following it like super, super closely every day, watching whatever YouTube video is out with an update mm-hmm. on the case. Like, yeah. Yeah. And cause I'm like a true crime fiend, if I'm being yeah. honest. And right, right, right. I don't think there's any like update on yeah. if he came out with like an actual motive. Other than again, um, yeah, like, I don't think. Yeah, being ups- it was Kaylee, right? Kaylee, something like that. I think Kaylee. I think Kaylee was the girl that he was like obsessed with. Yeah, it always is. There's always one. And the did you see the posts that were put out on like Reddit and 4chan that they think were written by him? No, Do you know I what don't I'm talking? Think so I don't think no. so, but. I'm not surprised. It's fucking 4chan. (laughs) There's like two or three posts on Reddit or 4chan that will, Hannah, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that you read them, but if you take an interest, they're pretty sure that these were written by him because Mm -hmm. it like details out how and why like, like the crime was committed and then one of the posts was something about, like, I'm hiding out here in BFE, Pennsylvania, or wherever this guy was f- from. And it was like, come and get me. And then oh, he posted. Man. Yeah. And then he posted, if this ends up coming out in trial, there was one post. Again, I don't think they've linked the accounts to this dude. But there was one post that, like said some very nasty stuff about what he did specifically to Kaylee. And if it comes out in trial that that did ultimately happen to her, then they have him dead to rights. Like. That's wild. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. I just, I can't believe these things happen. Like it's just horrific. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks for being on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, wrapping it up on a high note yeah (laughs) true crime (laughs) i do like i was i used to like listen to true crime podcasts and stuff all the time um and there was this one which I think the podcast is now a little problematic, so I won't say which one it was, but this one episode they were talking about this lady who woke up in the middle of the night to someone on top of her stabbing her and ever, and she, it's this, it's this phenomenal story about how she like fought him off, 
got into the bathroom that was attached to her like apartment room or apartment bedroom and stayed in there and called 911 but her fingers were like slipping all over the phone like it was awful and the ER or the 911 person was like stayed on the phone and I guess the security guard got into the room and was like knocking on the bathroom door and was like hey you know it's your blah 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 security we saw someone jump from your balcony and we wanted you know I'm checking in to see if you're okay but I'll open your door you see a lot of blood and the 911 person like don't open that door don't we have police coming in a moment don't open that door just wait and they waited and the guy that was outside the door was the guy that had attacked her and it was the security guard of the apartment that got into her apartment and attacked her and they figured out it was him because he had gone downstairs and got dressed or whatever and he was like, hey, you know, when the police got there, was like, hey, you know, here to help, blah, blah, blah. And there was like men's underwear on the ground and he had a scratch or something. And they were like, do you have, can we just see your underwear? Can you just show us you're wearing underwear? And he wasn't. And that's like how they kind of put two and two together in that quick moment of like, this was the guy. And she ended up yes. living and everything. But I just, ever since I heard that, I was like, I guess I can't listen to things anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's it. Because a home invasion is, like, my nightmare. Well, if you're not necessarily super into, like, the true crime or, like, home invasion docuseries, I have a ton of recommendations that I can still make to you on ones that aren't about that, but are still, like, super wild, gripping, I guess. Yeah. Oh, my God, I would love them. Because I am... I'm, like, so tired. I can't keep watching the same stuff, but I also, like, hate everything. But I think an educational... You can't hate something educational that's entertaining. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, you're learning. It's not the same as, like, watching a plot and being, like, this... I hate this plot. It's not the same as, like, well, this this is factual information. You can't be mad about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can be mad about that. A lot of people are mad about facts, but I digress. They're not wrong. Um... Okay. All right. Well, I'm expecting recommendations from you because I would love that. Emmett's like gone for the rest of the day. So I would love to watch a documentary. Otherwise, thank you very much for joining us today. Yeah, um, we'll, have to, we'll have to have like an actual conspiracy episode or something. Yes. Because I think that would be a lot of fun. A conspiracy episode, a movie and show episode, a true crime yeah. episode. You know where to find me. That's stuff that I can talk about for hours. Yeah, why not, right? All right. Well, thank you very much. I hope you have a good rest of your day. We appreciate your time. Thanks. Yeah, it was a blast. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah, I'll see y'all later. Did you enjoy the episode? Did you like getting to know Madison Cody? It doesn't matter because you did and you're here now. Yeah, if you didn't, honestly, why? Like, yeah. that's on you. I think so. It's not on us, and it's not on her. So it's a personal yeah, issue right. for sure. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. We, I think one of the, oh, my brain just emptied completely. Mm-hmm. No thoughts. Anyway, no just thoughts. Vibes. Just vibes for a second. How interesting. Yeah. All this to say, to change mm-hmm. the subject completely, our neighbors put out Halloween decorations. Okay. And they are horrifying and they make a lot of like scary noises Mm. but like live your life I'm all for it right however it um reminded me of a tiktok 
mm-hmm. that I saw where this uh, lady had like the camera on her front porch. So it was like someone came to her house and they ring the doorbell and she's talking to them and they're like, I'm really sorry. I hate to ask, but my wife literally just got home from finding out she has like stage four cancer and I, you just have a coffin in your front yard. If there was any way you could just take it out, you know, it just would be nice to not have the reminder or whatever. And the lady was like, of course, and absolutely removed it and everything. Because um, she was like, this is when it's like co- kindness costs no money. She's like, what was that going to do to me? At Like nothing. That was doing absolutely nothing to me. And it would make a big impact on someone else positively. And I was like, that was, I was happy to see that. I'm like, that's good yeah. that that happened that way. Yeah. And I was like, oh, how sad. You And then I just thought of like things that you don't think of because you're 100%. not, 100%. it's like you're privileged. It's one of those where you're like, you're privileged enough not to think about it. Mm-hmm. And um, that brought up another thing. The national alert that we got on the 4th yes. for your birthday. Mm-hmm. Um that national alert, I got a couple TikToks pop up and a couple girls actually on Instagram too posted mm-hmm. and were like, hey, if you have a secret phone because you're in a DV situation, you need to make sure it's turned off because even if it's on silent, your phone is going to go off. And I was like, I never in my life have been in a situation where I've had to hide a cell phone for safety re- reasons. And I was like, I never would have thought about that. And I was like, that was so good that obviously other people thought about it and shared it. But that was just like, can you imagine? Like, that would be horrific. That's not even something that I, like, would think someone would have. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, that, in my head, I was like, drug dealers have two phones. (laughs) No, right. Exactly. like people who are cheating on their spouses have yes. two phones. Which Not, also another well, note. Right. Turn your but phone like off. right. But yeah. I in my head would never have Yeah. Blew my wow. mind. It was like two back to back things where I was like, Jesus, I am way more privileged than I take, you know, I take it for granted for sure. It just wow. it was wild two things that happened this week. But also my yeah. screen time on TikTok is at seven hours. So really, I'm not sure if it's beneficial at this point. She's seeing every side of TikTok. I some am. People, some people will be like, oh, your TikTok's not my TikTok. Hannah has everybody's TikTok. She's Mine all is, of it. I'm on it. Once I re-come around to native TikTok, I'm like, I got to I gotta get off this app. I've How did I get back here? <laughs> or Appalachian. I can't even talk about the mountain and cave system just wrecking our east eastern seaboard (laughs) oh anyway sorry to unravel completely i know that maddie's dad listened to this whole episode and i'm so sorry it could have been way more off the hinges way more unrailed when he said to me that he listened to this podcast the You know when people are like, when you die, your life just flashes? Every moment I said something about being pro-abortion flashed before my eyes. (laughs) I was like, no. Uh, So anyway, not to bring it up again in this episode, but Um, we do believe in bodily autonomy. A hundred percent. Always. 
at the end of the day, always. Um, That does spark one little tangent for me. Love it. Good. When life flashes before your eyes. So I have this theory, right? I've never, I've been in moments that are like dangerous. Like someone could have died maybe, but like, I wasn't like, I'm not going to be like near death experience. And I don't believe I necessarily have had enough because I've never had my life flash before my eyes. The closest I've gotten is like when it slows down because like you're really in a situation where Mm -hmm. like you're going to die if you're not fully Mm -hmm. involved in the situation. Mm -hmm. I've been that close where it just shit slows down because like that Mm -hmm. we were driving one time we were going like 55 and that semi turned in front of us and he had no didn't see us at all and it was horrific and that's when we were saying Mm -hmm. My dad, my sister, or my dad, my mom, and I can't travel without my sister (laughs) because we all would have been, that would have been it. We would have been under a semi and that time slowed down so slow, but Mm -hmm. I've never had it like flash, flash. A hundred percent. I agree with you. I've had the like slow down situation where it's like you're like processing, watching almost, but like you're there, but yeah, Yeah. I've had that happen when I was in a couple a couple wrecks I was not yeah. driving sure. um but yeah I was talking to a friend recently and they were in a somewhat near life like ending experience yeah and he said that his life did not flash before him um but the person he was with she said hers started to flash before her and I think because like they were driving on like a a ATV or whatever Uh when it happened and I think since he was in control and she was riding you like lose more you're not in control so it feels a little more like oh I could die right now but I think that there's something to be said of like take it or leave it like giving going towards the light if you will accepting you're going to die versus being a fighter and more so like this is not going to kill me yes I don't know if that's like true if there's any like like you give a little and then it like you just you're just like "Ah, I really could happen instead of being like no this isn't happening and then the minute you kind of twist it you're just like all right well I guess you are going to see your life yeah yeah totally interesting and yeah I see that that's sort of my because it is your brain I think when you like see your life flash before your eyes it's supposedly like the dopamine or whatever releasing yeah bef- the DMT or whatever before you yeah. or when you die or whatnot right so it's like if you're not signaling that is that why you don't I don't know I don't I need right. more science on this if we have any br- friends that are brain scientists hop on the podcast we'd love to question you about these things (laughs) truly we would love um yeah how crazy and then that one drug that you can take is a dmt yeah or whatever absolutely not i have no that is horrifying but it's like if you want to live another life for a minute you might as well if it i mean it changes your brain chemistry so right like if you need to change that brain chemistry. Girl, do it. Change it go up. Go ahead. Live it up. Oh, drugs are wild. 
I was going to say something about Taylor Swift, but I really think we should end it here. <laughs> yeah, we should just let it be because at the end of the day, I think there's know- been a little too much personally. And I am a Swifty till I die. I was I talking to you or did I see this on Twitter in which someone was like someone's significant other was complaining about Taylor Swift's amount of coverage at like at the games and stuff and being mad about it. And they're like, it's not her fault. Celebrities go to the games all the time. It is them. Making a big deal out of it because they know they will make money off of it. They are leaning into the whatever. You said it, I think, on the stream. But 100%. So, yes, I agree. It's just, yeah. Whatever. Listen, make your bag, but also it's the NFL. I'm like, you've made enough. But everybody else, you can make as much money. Chicken tenders, ketchup, seemingly ranch, fine. Live your life. The NFL, you've done enough. Not to give the boys what they want, but... Don't give the boys what they want. Never give the boys what they want. No, no, no. Here's what I want. I want to be watching the game. Mm-hmm. And I just want a little pop-up. If we're going to watch her, I want a little pop-up video in the corner. Just eyes on the booth. I think that's the level they're going to be just at. Like, yeah, just like, yeah, just like screen eye in screen the, yeah. of her. It's like red, it's red zone, but just regular games. Absolutely Fine. crazy. I will say, love that she's a vodka crayon girly good for her good for her i'm on board with that oh all right all right well that's it we said we weren't going to talk about her and then did i it, know so god we did it we're criminals all Only right a little join us on the streams yes follow us on instagram mine's not public so go listen you don't have to follow me you should just take a peek because i have not hidden any photos so Attaboy. I should do that. I gotta go no. fix. I gotta go look at that. Nah, Eva, let it right? be. Let it be. Sh- Own it. You know what I, I mean? That's. You can scroll back in mine and you will see who I dated before I met Ben. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. like none of that shit is hidden. You're here. I do feel like I need to delete my Twitter. It always worries me. Like how they pull shit from 15 years ago. I don't. I was a monster. That's why you gotta monster. listen. You gotta look at your history on like time hop, connect it, and then just each day go back and look at what you said, and oh. you can delete stuff if you need. I mean, yes, the internet is forever, yes. but Crazy. better to get ahead of it because then if someone says why'd you delete it, you can say because it's horrific. Oh, because why wouldn't I have deleted this? Right. Um. Just like anyway. a side note about Twitter. They let a lot of stuff fly, as we know. Mm-hmm. Um, one of these guys from my childhood, I would say, like I'm since seventh grade ish. Yeah. We went we went to homecoming together okay. freshman year. Um, posted a picture of his asshole, like his actual asshole, on Twitter. Good for him. And I was like, listen, live it up, and. People ate it up because they should, because it was a, listen, it was a gorgeous picture. He was like in a pool. Never mind. Anyway, all this to say, Twitter's absolutely fucking wild. And I can't even imagine what it's like now. It's got to be the Wild West. It is. No, I mean, months ago when we were interviewing Travis, I was scrolling on Twitter and saw that. Yes. I just saw two right there. Yes. Absolutely bananas. Anyway. (sighs) 
Anyway, uh, well, not to end this on a high note. Um, uh, there's not much else to say. I hope everyone has a good rest of their day, week. We'll talk to you again in seven days. Exactly. I think, is it seven or is it six? You know what I mean? Like, do you count the day you're on? Do you count the day it air? Whatever. We'll talk to you in a week, you know? Absolutely. Hannah, are you all caught up? I am all caught up.